Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Where Podcast, episode 72. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host. To my left, we have the 10th wonder of the world, the puncher of walls, Dickalicious himself, Richard Garcia. Hi, everyone. How's it going? I don't want my voice crack. I mean, I... (laughs) I, I appreciate it. Uh, also joining us to my right, we have the Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalau. Hi, everybody. Hey, guys. <laughs> How are you guys? Uh, well, it's good to be back, guys. It's um, good. Be last week, you know what I had to do to get this show out on time last week? Because I left for Lake Havasu. Oh, that's right. For a drunken weekend. Woo! Uh, I had to be in Rancho to leave at 7 a.m., which means I had to wake up at... 5 a.m. to put to edit this podcast because I fell asleep the night before. I had to edit and put out the podcast before I left last Friday. So that's why you got an early edition of the show last week. Um, so you're welcome. Uh, a lot to talk about this week. A lot to get into. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. I mean, this is going to be the uh, last official week of summer before uh, the fall season kicks in. You know Labor Day's on the way, man. That's the thing about SummerSlam. You know summer's almost over when we're at SummerSlam. Oh, yeah. It's kind of depressing. True. I mean, if we had school, I'd be depressed, being like, fuck, we have to go back to school. But you know what, though? I'm actually not that depressed. I'm actually looking forward to fall. I'm looking forward to the cool weather, let's hopefully. Get, let's get the sun out of here. The sun, the sun, we put the sun over all week. It's time for the heel to come back. Yep. The rain. Uh, I'm ready for it. I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't like it hot. I'd rather be cold. I can always put on more clothes. That's true. Can't take off more. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing our luck, we're probably going to be in another month of summer. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Well, who, yeah, God damn it, California. Like, <laughs> it gets hot till October and shit. Yeah, like you're going to have to wear like a, a Halloween costume that's like summer and fall. Anyways, ah. Thank you guys for joining us on another edition <laughs> of the Put Me Over Podcast. A uh, lot to get into, but before we do that, let me give it up to our sponsor, LaPelia.com. If you're ever in the market for some wrestling merchandise, look no further. Go to LaPelia.com. Take a look what they got. They got a lot of cool shit up for sale, up for grabs. Get it while you can. Supplies are limited. Make sure you go to their website, LaPelia.com. Use our promo code, Put Me Over, and in turn, that website will put you over and you'll get 20% off your entire order. Act fast because supplies are limited. Also, if you want some Put Me Over merch, go to our website, putmeover.com, for all of the latest and greatest in Put Me Over. I was going to say wrestling merchandise, but we don't have real wrestling merchandise yet. Yet. Keyword yet. Uh, It's all work in progress, everyone. Um, Yeah. But if you want a tote, if you want your own custom uh, stickers, stickers, we got them. We got them for you. Just go to our website, check that out. Use our promo code FLACID for 15% off your entire order. Uh, but act fast because we need money. So uh, make sure you do that ASAP as possible. And Ooh, ref- uh, good reference. Good I mean, reference. that's yeah, thank you. I like that. Um, but yeah, we got a lot to get into today. Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up. We have AEW this weekend. The big all-out pay-per-view is coming up this Sunday or Saturday. Uh, we have NXT Cardiff. We have the Super Junior Cup. We actually have uh, New Japan Royal Quest that's also on Saturday. That's on Saturday? That's what they're I all on Saturday. Week. No, they're all this Saturday. What yeah. are they doing? That's crazy. Plus, we got to talk about Raw. Plus, we got to talk about SmackDown. Plus, we're going to talk about NXT because this week on NXT, guys, uh, we just finished watching it. And uh, let me tell you, this was a takeover level NXT edition. And I think it makes sense that they put on a show like this to coincide with their announcement that they're going to USA. Uh, smart on them. 
because a lot of people are going to, what's NXT? Maybe. And then go to the network, whatever. But before I blow all the news, before I bury all the leads, let's get into the news. Let's get into some dicks. Dirty news. What? Take it away, Dick. Well, since we're on the topic of NXT, uh, we did mention last week that yes, they're gonna they're gonna be on USA um, starting as of September 18th. It's gonna be a two-hour show. We did get more um, news as far as what the plans are um, for the NXT weekly shows. So it looks like that uh, takeover is gonna be at full sale. It's gonna be what? every Wednesday up until December 18th. At least that's the initial plan. NXT, not not takeover. NXT. Correct. Okay, you said takeover. My that's NXT, what I was like what NXT NXT. <laughs> The the weekly show it's it's gonna be every Wednesday up until uh, twelve eighteen at full sale, so um, that's at least what the initial plan is. Of course, whether or not it's gonna be up until December eighteenth, that's gonna be up to a certain uh, madman's decision right there. And I'm gonna ask this question to you guys: December eighteenth, are they gonna be at full sale, or is it gonna be before or after that they're gonna leave and start touring uh, the other arenas? I think I think they're gonna wait till like next year yeah, to get be. that because. They're, why rush? You know, right? They they have a they have a spot at full sale to do it. Get the logistics together. Um, make sure your production team has their shit together. Because the thing with AEW, we've seen it on the pay per views. Their production needs a little work. A lot of work. right. Um, and especially if they're going to be touring. I feel like they're going to run into roadblocks that they mm-hmm. aren't experiencing every week, like Raw does. Like I'm sure if something happens, Kevin Dunn, whoever's running the truck, knows what to do to get out of a situation. Um, especially like time management. That's another thing that I think AEW has been struggling with. Uh, the past, what, Fighter Fest? Like all the pay-per-views. Yeah. And, and Fight for the Fallen especially. They they did toward the end. They did run out of time. And they had to rush the last segment where they had to get everyone out there and uh, present the check out to the city. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're, they are going to have their kinks in there. Um, it is going to be a work in progress on AEW side as well. Because if I'm not mistaken, don't the uh, students at Full Sail help with the production? Is that a thing or is that I don't am know. I making that up? I think up? you might be making that up. I haven't heard it, but that'd be cool for they if you offer like maybe like an internship for some for some of this for some of it, but not for everything. Full full sale is actually like a multimedia college. Yeah, like you go right. there for video production or, or like pro- music editing and stuff like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can see graduates from full sale maybe working on the product. And I don't think I don't think uh um what do you call it? NXT is gonna leave full sale anytime soon for a couple reasons. One, I think they wanna set up a vibe. Like, you know how, remember when ECW had the ECW arena? That shit was always so sick. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's the home of NXT. And I think it, sh- it should be there for a while, at least a year, at the very least. And the biggest reason is they can't lose their strength, which is the advantage I talked about earlier, which is Morrow, because Morrow has a hard time traveling. So That's I th- true. I think Morrow loves the situation, and that's why he's not on the road with, um, with SmackDown or Raw or whatever. Because, well, yeah. Plus, with the fans that go to Full Sail, those yeah. are like diehard NXT fans. Right. Tickets are super cheap. They're like $10, $20 t- tickets. That's um, crazy. That's why you see the same marks in the same for seats because they, you know, they're not that expensive. For, yeah. for now, they are. I'm, I'm sure eventually those, those prices are going to go up. Oh, for sure. And um, look at knowing Vince, you know, Vince is a very competitive person. He sees um, a, a show that's going to have you know thousands of, t- of fans in, in one show compared to what he sees with uh, Full Sail with only f- a couple hundred. It's going to be, uh, to me, this is my opinion. I think it's only be a matter of time before Vince realizes, you know what, Full Sail did so much. We need to get on the road and start selling more tickets and start competing with them. 
and uh, make it make it more of a true rivalry. The Wednesday night wars are upon us, ladies They're, and gentlemen. It's real. It's about to get down. It's a, it's it's about to get real. I mean, because it's only a matter of like, it's only a matter of time before they start getting on the road. I'm I'm saying before that. I I would think maybe maybe the first. I would say maybe as early as November. I'm early go, November. I'm gonna go early Ooh. November. Um, Enzo and Cass. So uh, this has been a rumor since we're on the subject of uh, NXT. They've been rumored to uh, go back to NXT. It was reported um, a couple days ago on the Wrestling Observer that uh, they were in toxic coming back to NXT and that and that uh, NXT was actually welcoming them to come back. Well, it turns out that um, that rumor is, is just nothing more than rumor. Um, WWE uh, did report to uh, the pro wrestling sheet that it's nothing more than, than, um, than, than a rumor. So it turns out that whether or not they come back or not, it seems like it's all based on um, one side wanting to come back and the other not wanting them to come back. Is this a work, bro? You never know with these guys. You never know with Enzo and Kaz. Um, I'm just asking because, you know, the news leaked and maybe that's WWE like, no, 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 we're not doing that. But then secretly they're like, yeah, yeah, we're that, doing that. And, right. they've, and they've had a history of doing <laughs> that as well. Where like they would deny it until they admit it. Like, yes, that's right. Because like you said, they don't want that, that news to leak. Uh, I don't think it's really big news, but I mean... It's good for Kaz to come back because that guy's had a long road in the past year. He's turned it around. He's turned it around. So he was looking like shit for yeah, a long time. Yeah, that DDP time. yoga depression thing where he talked about how DDP yoga saved him. Did shit. you see that? Right. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. It's I like didn't six see minute it. infomercial. Oh, okay. For but yeah, he, apparently he was in the shit house. He was built like a shit house too. Yeah. He was, looked like he was getting wasted on the <laughs> daily. Smoke, yep. Smoking a pack a day uh, at the bar every day. I mean, he the guy was partying his ass off. He lost his chick too. Lost his chick, lost his job, lost yep. his tag team partner, uh, you know, just unhinged. Yep, um, totally gone. So, I mean, I'm glad that, he, you know, he he got help. He's dealing with his depression. He looks he looks great. He looks like someone that Vince would love to have, um, especially because he is seven feet tall and you can't teach that. You can't. No, you um, cannot. Enzo, on the other hand, I feel like after he left WWE, he really uh, left a sour taste in a lot of fans' mouths. Um, Absolutely, just, you know, going around kind of ba- not bashing WWE per se, but definitely bashing the art form of wrestling. Right. Um, Even in one of his music videos, he pretty much trashed uh, the average wrestling fan. Oh yeah, it made us all look like fat guys eating Doritos, which I mean, some of us are, but not all of us. I want Doritos right now. Damn, that sounds good. That does sound pretty good, actually. <sighs> but still, though, missing the point. So. Those rumors, we can now say, you've heard it here first, folks. False. NX- NXT does not want Enzo or Cass. That's a good idea, though. I mean, good good fake news, I suppose. I mean, because what, what else are they doing? Like, if, okay, Enzo, his rap career is dead, right? Trash. 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 Right. Garbage. Penis. Uh, Cass, I mean, the, the, he's had a couple matches, right? He's gotten great shape, but. Right. Where else can a, a guy like Enzo or a guy like Cass go? Where they're gonna like make the most money in this WWE? Because so obviously they're gonna want to go back. It would be back, and plus, and plus they need as much talent as they can. They're gonna be going in two hours every week, so they want to be stacking up the the roster as much as they can, so that way they don't be showing the same talent every week and not running these guys at the ground. So it it would actually be beneficial for them to go to for WWE to sign them just for this fact that they need talent. Do you think that Enzo and Cass are built to be on the Indies, or do they just want to be? 
on the big stage all the time. I think they're anti-indie, right? I, I they're like anti-indie. If I saw Enzo and Kaz being promoted at bar wrestling, I'm like, ah, I can skip that one. You're not going to get a good and match. No. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you, and you could tell by their demeanor, at least by Enzo's demeanor, like he did not, he does not want to be there. He feels like he's bigger than, than, exactly. uh, than where he should be. So that's another thing to, to consider as well. We're, we're done with Fuck this. you, yeah. Enzo. Just kidding. So we got the... So if I met him in real life, we'd be cool, but... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> behind, our, behind our backs, we'll talk Maybe shit, the though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, of course. You see that fucking guy? <laughs> that fucking guy. Consensual penis. So, um, I don't know if you guys uh, read the, uh, the the new P- PWI 500. They just released it today. Another one? That's for this for, past year, For right? this past year. 2019? Yeah, the, wow. way, the way it works is that... It, they do it from mid-June of 2018 to mid-June of 2019. So they do it every year, um, not within the calendar, within that time frame. So um, what they have at number one is Seth Rollins. Oh, wow. So, number one? Number one. Ranked. Out of all the wrestlers in the world? Out I of mean, all of them. Where was he at? No, he was high. He let was me, pretty um, high at number He's no Will Ospreay. Let me yeah, go, go to let the me, top let me, go ten. And, let me go and give you guys the top ten since we're Start on Start from it. ten. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to do that right now. So... Number 10 is Will Ospreay. Number 9 is Hiroshi Tanahashi. Will Ospreay. Number 8 is Kenny Omega. 7 is Roman Reigns. 6 is Johnny Gargano. Whoa. 5 is Okada. 4 is Kofi Kingston. 3 is AJ Styles. 2 is Daniel Bryan. And number 1 is Seth Rollins. Ooh, interesting. I don't know if I like that. I agree with some. Maybe most. That's a weird order. Daniel Bryan too? Yeah, because I think... I love Daniel Bryan. It depends but what role. What do they mean? Is this KFA? Like, I forget what PWI qualifies as. As a top wrestler, is it like their cave, their role in the company, or their kayfabeness? It's it's based off a multitude of factors. I mean, one of it is uh, the matches they've had, um, where they're like where they're ranked at in um, within within the company. Right. Uh, that's mainly what what the what the two look at the most. Um, and Judge Rollins had that many great matches, though. Yeah. I feel like he really. I feel like he's been positioned to be a top right, guy, right, but I don't right. think he's put on the matches to back that up. I mean, he did win the Royal Rumble and he did yeah, win the Universal true. Title at WrestleMania, so that's big. Brock. That he is big. But the fact that he opened the show winning the Universal Title, I think that kind of downplays it. He gets fucked, Becky um, Lynch. That's true. So he's number one. <laughs> uh, he's number, you win. He's you win. One, you he's win number one in that perspective. Um, he gets to. I know. He does. Gets Anytime to. he wants. Whatever. And if she yeah. says no, he, he, she's being a bitch, man. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. <laughs> no, no, she's the man. Yeah, yeah, she's the man. Daniel Bryan, I mean, he was WWE champion for that a good portion of that time That's frame. That's true. So I forgot about his run. Oh, we yeah. We forgot about his run Oh, he had well. a hell of a run, too. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ, AJ was always uh, always on the top on the upper top part of SmackDown and on Raw. Now, he, he, didn't, he didn't have the championship belt during that time frame. Um, actually, he probably did in the beginning, towards around that time frame. Uh, Kofi, obviously, WrestleMania win is a big, is a big, huge win. Um, so I think that helped out a lot. Okada, he as dominant as he was um, the past couple months in the beginning, um, he was struggling a little bit. He was still recovering from his loss to Kenny Omega. It's only a top ten list revealed, right? It wasn't. The well, rest. this is what we have as far as the top ten because they have all five hundred wrestlers listed in the magazine. But I just want to go through like the top ten. And um, since we're talking about Kenny Omega, I mean, Kenny Omega did win the championship around the same time last year, and he was the IWGP championship up until Wrestle Kingdom. But what has he really done after Wrestle Kingdom? I mean, that's true. He has he really hasn't had a whole lot of matches during that time right, frame. Right, you're right. There so was a dull period for there Kenny was Omega. a dull even when he was champion. I mean, he didn't wrestle a whole lot, so I could see. I mean, and, and I'm not saying that he that he doesn't deserve to be up up there, but. 
Interesting. From what he's wrestled so far, not yet. But let's see how his AEW run's going to turn out. Uh, Tanahashi, I think, should be a lot higher. That guy has had a renaissance. Um, he won that. He won the championship at uh, Wrestle Kingdom. He put on a hell of a performance at at the G One. Uh, Will Osprey, the same thing. This is his coming yeah, out year. Will Osprey, number ten. I don't. I don't know if oh, I'm shit. on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. This is his coming out you year. You think he's higher than number ten? I think he's higher than number ten. You, um, I, there's no top way. Top five. You, there's no way you put him above Johnny Gargano. Seven. I put Johnny Gargano uh, a I would, little yeah. higher. I would uh, put Gargano higher too. To yeah. me, right. I think he's the highest. W- I think he should be the highest rated WWE guy. No way. I mean, it says yes. it's kayfabe oriented, so I think. No one's had a better kayfabe than Seth. I think he's a. I mean, I think he's a real MVP for WWE because he, he he has put on the best matches so far. Well, um, where's Adam Cole fit in all that though? Yeah, another guy who should be he's on a, there. He's a number. He, he should, I think he should be up there as well. Um, Thanks, Samoa Joe. Roman Reigns. Really he hasn't wrestled enough. I mean, you got to remember he he took about uh, five months off due to leukemia. Well, I mean, he did beat. The undefeated leukemia. He did yeah, beat yeah. leukemia, yes. Leukemia. He did. You can't have a list without Okada in the top five. Sorry, that's the way it is. Okada should always I mean, Okada be is five. in the top five. He, yeah. he, he, is, he is in there. I think the top five, they got it right for the most part, honestly. I'm looking at the list. I can't really make an argument that Kenny Omega has been largely inactive, right? Yeah, because so he, he was kind of holding out. He's kind of holding out, yeah. So I think Roman Reigns, seven. That seems fair. Um do you think this, with the launch of AEW, do you think this list will change a lot? Absolutely. It, well, it should, depending on how they book. But as you can tell, um, remember the Wednesday Night Wars, just judging by this list, you can already see the impact. Like, NXT is really high. I'm surprised Gargano, they value that much. Oh, you've seen his matches this past year, right? Yeah, of course. He's been, he's been fantastic. He's, he's been the MVP, I'd say, with the WWE. Um, conspicuous by his absence, I think he should also be on here, is uh, Cody Ibushi. That guy... He's um, at number 17. 17. I think he should be a lot higher than that. Yeah, he just won. So where, where they're, is, not, uh, they're not including this year's oh, G1. Not, okay. okay, that makes sense. He'll, He'll be, be there next year. Yeah. Where's Adam Cole in all this? Number. Where is he at, by the way? Because there's no He's Johnny Gargano without oh, Adam shit. Cole. 18. Right, right below Ibushi. Ah, okay. see, I, I don't Jay Lethal's not that high. Let's be real. Well, they got to spread it around a little That's bit. That's true. Walter, wow. They gave him... Walter's He's had a very good year. He's been the UK champ since he debuted, right? Yeah, he has a good look. That's right, yeah. He's a big motherfucker. <laughs> big motherfucker. You know who's number 69? Who? Bro. Matt, Matt Riddle. Matt Holy Riddle. shit. <laughs> it's only fitting. It, it, I'm, gonna, it, 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 I'm surprised it's not 420. There. <laughs> that would have been perfect. That I think that's always RVD, no matter what. <laughs> that, seriously, right? Oh, that's funny. Um, but of course, you know, with, 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 with the PWI 500... It's always going to be a subject of uh, debate. Everyone's going to have their different list as far as who they think is number one or who they think is uh, number five or number ten. You may ask one person, they're going to give you a completely different list as opposed to what um, you see on here. Heck, I mean, we have, I mean, if you if you gave us a chance, I mean, I'm sure our top ten list would be different. Get yeah, your top five now. Go, real quick. Right now? I mean, in 2019. Shit. Okay. See, it's hard. Okay. <laughs> I'd need to compile. I'd have to, like go through and yeah. I have to do like because these guys did a lot of research yeah, right there's probably some bitch ass metrics that they came uh, so up we're with. gonna yeah. go so far the, within the calendar year 2019 right yeah yeah okay um Cody Bushi Will Ospreay um Okada Johnny Gargano and I would go Adam Cole who's number one though in that order number one you put Will Ospreay number one I think that's a stretch yeah I number I, one I would put I could I would put Johnny Gargano number one wow 
Because I think he, I, I think he's deserved it. But I mean, Okada is up there as well. I mean, Okada would be a, a, a number six for right now. Ask me in about six months, and we'll see how it is. Where Where is Flash Funk on the list? <laughs> <laughs> did he Did he make the top? top uh, no, I don't mention. think so. I don't think we, we still want you on the show, brother. Come on, come on, come on, Flash. Flash. Come come on, on Flash. Flash. God damn it. Um. Yeah, I I can't give you my list. Yeah, right it'd now. be tough. But I think in this this list always has to have a WWE number one. Kofi has to be top five yeah, easily. Yeah, he has. He's been dominant since WrestleMania. His build up to get to WrestleMania was even better. Um, Seth obviously should probably be in that top five also. Yeah, has to by um, default because he's had such a great run too. I think Will Ospreay should be in there. I think Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano mm-hmm. both should be in there. And I think that's my five. Yeah, right? that's a good five. That's I. I okay. I, I I'll give you that. I'm gonna go Kofi number five. Fuck it. I'll throw Jericho in there too. Oh, that's a good. That's a important. Important. Um. Also, that's Okada. No, I go Kofi five. A uh, Kofi. I mean, yeah, Kofi five. Okada three. AJ four. That's a little out of order. Seth Rollins two. Daniel Bryan one. Because I just think his impact is cr- it's it's not always constant, but every time he's on, I I can't he's I can't the best. not watch yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know best. what it is about him. He has a certain certain thing about him that yep. makes him like captivating to me. Right, and this whole second act of his career is fantastic. Oh so. my god! We, remember, been, we almost lost very him. Good. Dude, it's we were lost good. this motherfucker. We had lost him. He was gone. He was and, dead. And now he's such a good heel. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about what happened on SmackDown because I have a lot to say about. Both Raw and SmackDown. But let's keep the news going. What else we got, Dickie boy? All right. So speaking, since we're on the subject of WWE, um, it was leaked earlier um, by many sources, as a matter of fact, that we may have a potential Hell in a Cell match coming up at Hell in a Cell in October. <laughs> um, the rumor is that uh, Bray Wyatt may be getting a title shot. Um, no. It, no? No, they're not doing that already, are they? What? It's been rumored. I mean, it's been rumored. It's been posted a lot. Um, the Go to One Center in Sacramento, um, that's where the arena is going to be after Hell in a Cell. They did post a tweet saying um, that Bray, Bray Wyatt's going to challenge whoever wins the Seth Rollins-Braun uh, Strowman match at uh, Clash of Champions. I think it makes sense, though, because it's the dull time of year, right? The yeah. the thing about these is, like, I just want to say real quick, is that usually when uh, when it comes, when, when, it, when they advertise the matches at an certain arena, They'll usually have like the match that they're advertising, and it's not always going to deliver. Card subject to change. Card yep. will always be subject to change. Um, but uh, the reason why I wanted to bring this up is it's a it's a question of really. I've got a couple questions. Really, number one, is it too soon for uh, Bray to be in a title picture? One thousand percent, yes. Okay. Yeah. He was a he's former WWE champion. Former WWE but jobber. that was. That was the Louisiana, you know, uh, fucking Bayou. Popeyes eating. Right, right, Yeah, right. the pop- Popeyes. Oh, fuck, man. Chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwich. Um, but that was a different Bray Wyatt. The right. Fiend. The Fiend, on the other hand. And I get that it's it's hell and Halloween and we need someone spooky. And who better than our new spooky guy? But no, no, this is way too soon. Wait, it's what? They're just going to feed him to Seth Rollins? Or he wins right. the title and then what? Yeah, I keep yeah. him special, guys. Come on. Yeah, the Undertaker when he first started, he wasn't, uh, you know, skyrocketed to the title because he didn't need it. Because you're a special attraction. The gimmick is already he, um, over. Yeah, you don't. The belt should be the thing to get people over. Right. Bray Wyatt does not need that. 
You like, need to destroy everybody else first, and then you get to there. And then, then like, when no one's left, like, right. I guess I'll take the title now. Right. Like, and like with Taker, because he did debut at uh, Survivor Series of 90, and within that one year, he did become WWE champion. Um, but he was but he was uh, built from the ground up. I mean, he went undefeated for a good while before he lost. Right. So um, he was built up really well within that one-year time frame. Uh, with Bray, I mean, he, he's it's not like he's an... He's he's brand new to the wrestling. His, his character That's is crazy. different. I mean, he's that? a different character. That's the same the same guy. My thing about it, though is that they're going to use Hell in a Cell in this situation where it really should be a blow off to a, a rivalry. It right. should yes. be a blow off to a blood feud. Not it's just thrown in together um, just for the sake of of a gimmick. Uh, that's that's unfortunately what they do. Dream yep. booking, I think, and that that just goes to show you that um, they they build a paper they build the matches around the pay per view and not the pay per views around the matches and the and the storylines themselves. Right, and it should be whoever is the number one contender. Yeah, um, it shouldn't just be oh we like this guy sent a lot of merch so he should be the number one contender. Right. I we, before Bray Wyatt gets a shot at that WWE the Universal title or the World whatever, he needs to fuck up the Demon. Yeah. Or the Undertaker, one of the two. Right. I think I think Dream ideally he should even beat Brock. You know something ridiculous. Something ridiculous. Where, like where he looks like this larger than life character who's worthy of that title, which he probably is. But I think ideally it'd be sick if he like. Um, won it at Royal Rumble, and then Finn wins uh, the Royal Rumble. At, so uh, they would have that eventual clash at WrestleMania, which would be... This is what the match should be. The Demon versus the Fiend, Hell in a Cell. Oh, I'd be okay with that because they've already started that feud. Right. Um, that that should be their spooky Halloween-themed Someone match. gets an O, too. Someone loses their O. Because I, I think by that time, uh, Finn Balor should be coming back because he has taken a hiatus at the moment. Um, we oh, well. reported last week because he was getting married. Yeah, so he's that got one chick, right? He's got all of September and most so of that, October. So that should be around the same time frame where he should be able to come back, and th- and they can uh, they can always do that match instead. Um, of course, as always, the card is subject to change. But um, I like I said, I just don't like the idea of Hell in a Cell being thrown in there like that. It it to me it just ruins the gimmick. What the fuck? He's married to Veronica Rodriguez. I thought he was married to that other chick. No, he broke up with Casey, Kathy Kelly. Oh, damn. Uh, but yeah, that that was when he was wasted. He was like on Fox Sports Deportes at a soccer game. <laughs> and like he was wasted. He's like, I love you. And he like starts making out with her. Dirty Finn, do what you Drunk do. Phil. Drunk Phil. Drunk Phil. Drunk Finn. <laughs> Drunk Fowler. Uh, what else we got, Dick? Okay. Uh, so um, let's break up the monopoly of WWE News and uh, talk about Ken Shamrock real quick. Remember him? How could I forget? Oh, my God. I love Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock's the first wrestler that wore kick pads and, tr- and, and trunks. I was like, damn, that guy looks badass. <laughs> and, and he I've was, never seen that before. And he was badass for a while. I mean, he, at one point, he was the most dangerous man in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, when UFC had no weight limits, like, clashing styles, like, he was like, fight. this guy wants to fight this guy, and they fight. Like, there was no... Um, the super fights. They had the super fight yeah. division. There was no uh, fucking like weight division. Weight division or right. rules for that matter. You can knee someone in the head if you wanted to. That shit is insane. I, I just it. think you couldn't like gouge eyes or like hit in the dick. But yeah. other than that, yeah. you could do whatever you wanted. So, be right. And um, it's been um, it's been reported um, last Friday via his Twitter that he's going to be at uh, Impact Wrestling's tapings in Vegas on uh, September 5th and 6th. So, he's actually going to be coming up next week, as a matter of fact. So um, it looks like he's going to be making his return back to professional wrestling. 
Back he, to impact. He looks good. For him being 55, he looks really good. Is I'll he on that. the gimmick? Come on. This is Ken Shamrock we're talking about. <laughs> He's probably on the gimmick. Oh, right? my God. He, he looks like shit. He looks like Sylvester Stallone. Or Dolph Lundgren. Dolph, Dolph Stallone? Dude, he like, does like a mixture, like, like a mixture of oh both. Oh, my God. Why yeah. is this? You have a chance to Photoshop that, and that's the best you can do? I think they put a lot of contrast on his face. That's right. awful. And I feel like they drew that hair on. It looks like Superman hair. What the fuck? That's the best you can do, Impact? It looks like Robert De Niro in that movie Grudge Match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like an, an older buff guy. That's um, terrible. But, I mean... Ken Shamrock was known for the ankle lock. Right. And he could do a hurricane rana. Right. Um, but for the most part, he was a striker, and he he would do the ankle lock. So you a guy his age can pull that off, no problem. That's an easy match for him to have. A belly to belly. He, he, he used Keep to do it suplexes. to a few moves. I mean, same as he did 20 years ago. You're right. I mean, he doesn't... Goldberg can do it. He can do it. I, 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 would, I can't argue with that, so... Um, so yeah, Ken Shamrock is back in professional wrestling in who TNA. In TNA, who would have thought? And uh, you know, he was a former NWA champion. He was. Yeah, I he, thought that was Dan Severn. They both were. They both were. Uh, Severn was at one point. Actually, I think around the same time frame, if I'm not mistaken. Um, when uh, I thought Ken Shamrock was just WWE, I didn't know he went to NWA. He did in the beginning. Oh, TNA in the beginning. Interesting. And he was, and he was the NWA champion at that time when they first started up. So um, just a, a little fun uh, tidbit for you guys. So he's going back. Good going, for him. Going back in time. Yes, sir. What else we got, Dick? All right. So um, shall we get into AEW? AEW? Root beer? Root beer. That too as well. <laughs> Let's talk about some AEW real quick. <laughs> yes, please hurry. So, okay. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, excuse man. Us, excuse us. Excuse us. All right. So. Um, AEW, it seems like the the train has slowed down a little bit as far as the ticket sales go. Uh-oh. So, um, NXT, what I tell you, boys? I don't know if that's so much of a, of a panic or, or anything like that. I mean, because the first, the first four shows have sold out really quick. Um, the, the, the next two shows in Pittsburgh and, Charlotte, and Charleston. Um, Pittsburgh and Charleston, they are wrestling-heavy yeah, cities. Yeah, I say, those are popping. For the most part, um, but they are gonna, they were um, a little hard to sell out at the moment. Um, it looks like that um, they sold about four thousand tickets in Pittsburgh and four thousand in Pittsburgh and three thousand in Charleston, um, and this was as of a couple of days ago, actually as of uh, this past Monday. So there's Uh-oh. still tickets for sale, and they still got a ways to go. Um, for the um, for that, I, I believe for the Pittsburgh show, it could fit up to about twelve thousand, if I'm not mistaken, and then for Charleston, about nine thousand. So they're on track. I mean, there's still plenty of time to get tickets, but it's not like a minute sellout like they've been. It's doing. It's not like a minute sellout like they've been. So it's not crisis mode yet. No, right, I, right. I, 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 I wouldn't consider it crisis mode uh, yet. Um, now, let's say if the ticket remained the same and they, they end up getting four thousand for a twelve thousand plus building. Um, then there might be a little bit of concern at the moment, but um, it still doesn't overlook the fact that they sold out the first four shows in a row. That's a, that's an impressive feat right there. That fast, I that mean, fast especially. Let alone, I mean, it's it's a big deal to sell out, but to sell out in minutes, hours, uh, that that says a lot. Um, they can always go the WCW route and just give out free tickets to people on the street. I don't think they'll have empty arenas per se, uh, but they definitely will be losing money. Yeah. Uh, what else we got, Dick? All right, so um, 
one of the biggest news of the of the week so far is uh, that speaking of John Moxley, um, Moxley, it was reported um, this past uh, this past week via his Twitter. He went on his Twitter account and uh, confirmed with the public that he is actually out for All Out. Ooh, jo- Moxley is All Out. He's All Out for All Out, unfortunately. Ooh. So um, he has a he has a Mer- he has a MRSA infection, um, and it's and it's a no go for him. And what is a MRSA infection? It's a it's a staph infection. Let me Ooh, it's that nasty shit. That and, and he has a, and he got it after. Uh, it, it, yeah, and, th- and it's something that is not taken very lightly. It, he got it in his elbow after he had the surgery. That sucks. That yeah. really sucks. So this was gonna be, this was gonna be a huge match. This is what they built up at Double or Nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, this was, and he's gone out and talked so much shit and like. <laughs> Yeah. It's like the worst possible moment for for John Moxley to get injured, right? And 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 MRSA is just something you don't mess with. Um, you can easily you can easily lose a limb. You can you I can easily you die, die from, from that. that. Shit, you yeah. can die from that. As a matter of fact, God um, damn, I didn't know that. So yeah, I mean Bob Harley has he had MRSA before. Um, CM Punk has had it. a lot of pe- a lot of a lot of wrestlers have had it, and it's just something you don't mess with. Why didn't he just get prescribed some Z packs and yeah, call it, it a man. day, dude? Shit. Or wrap get, it up. Get back out something. there, bro. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, we do have predictions d- today. Huh? That's not the well, WWE logic, right there. Well, I'm glad that they're that they're actually taking care of uh, they're taking care of them and not making them go out there and wrestle. So, yeah. so he's going to be out for this show, and as soon as he broke the news, AEW um, announced their replacement, and uh, the replacement's going to be Pac. He was actually going to be um, on the show, like not uh, not advertised. So he's actually going to show up either way. Secret. But yeah, he was going to be a secret. He was going to be a secret, right? Um, so now the match is going to be Kenny Omega versus Pac. I think it's upgrade. That's a <laughs> that's a really good Which, match. I mean, Moxley's a good wrestler, but he he's is, no Pac. He that's yeah, for yeah. sure. Like in ring ability, I think like that. I think that's a, that's a, that's an easy upgrade right there. Um, marquee wise, uh, you can make that debate as well. But I mean, as far as in ring though, it's going to be it's going to be a massive upgrade. It's Adrian Neville, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Neville. Uh, do you guys want to do our AW predictions? Yeah, we might as out. well since we, since we since we're already talking about, um, or we can save it, get through Raw SmackDown, and then do our. I big guess we could just uh, like uh, do a speed round of the Raw and we SmackDown. Could, we Any could, highlights, lowlights? Well, we could talk about the King of the Ring. Oh, um, bummer. Yeah, let, we'll, we'll save the predictions because okay. I feel like that's what you guys came here for. You're gonna have to wait till the end of the show. Um, so we got uh, honestly Raw felt like a giant waste of time this yeah, week. Yeah, it was a long run. Literally nothing happened. The King of the Ring uh, matches were probably, I mean, the best part. But other than that, I can't take I can't take Michael Cole. I can't take any of them in anymore. Like, it's so annoying now. Um, it, I feel like they're just there to, like, give buzzwords. And it's boss time. And I, I feel like every time I hear that, my eardrums want to blow themselves up. Yeah, it is weird. Um, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of of any of the commentary, I think Renee Young has progressed, has degressed so much. Corey Graves is the only one that tr- is trying to make sense, but at the same time, Michael Cole and uh, it's just it's a weird dynamic. It's too. really weird. Uh, Ricochet and Drew McIntyre had a good match. Yeah, um, I can never get tired uh, of seeing. It was Ricochet. it was a great match, but I'm I was really surprised at the fact that um, Ricochet did get the win. Yes. But it was still a good match nonetheless, and we'll see where we go from there. He's getting fucked so up next round. Bro. Ray, okay. uh, Dick is officially out of the King of the Ring bracket. 
my my back my bracket got busted. Um, I was kind of right for the most part. I feel like we were all on the same page. Right. Um, Except I got fucked too. I mean, Byron is also out. Out the King of the Ring tournament. King Buddy. Uh, King Buddy is king uh nobody dumbass booking he better be doing something special after you wasted like you beat daniel bryan you're gonna lose to fucking mustafa you fucking prick yeah dude i mean he had a great match against roman right momentum he, he beat daniel bryan and then he had all that momentum going in uh and then he lost to ali which i think they they might they might have big plans for ali yeah or maybe he's gonna lose to elias next week i mean he <laughs> very well could you can't happen. tell um i other than that, I mean the Miz, the Miz lost to Baron Corbin in a in a really boring match. Um, so we have Baron Corbin advancing into the King of the Ring tournament. Um, so we have Cedric and Baron Corbin next week, and Samoa Joe and Ricochet um, going on next week as well for the Raw side. Yeah, another thing we we, we should talk about oh. is the tag team turmoil. Yes, please talk about it, Dick. So basically, uh, who started off the. It was the Viking readers and the B team started it off. Oh, wait, wait. Go ahead. Before we get into that, the Street Profits, the narrators of Raw, the NXT Tag Team Champions are there to introduce the Tag Team Turmoil match. Eight matches. Eight different tag teams are going to be in this match. It's a gauntlet-style turmoil match, whatever they want to call it. Um, And I'm like, oh, dope. So they're going to be – they're hyping up all these different tag teams. I can't wait for them to say. And then the last team is going to be us, the Street Profits, making their Raw debut, and that never happened. Instead, we got a couple, like, throwing-together tag teams. Um, We had the B team coming out of retirement and catering. Uh, The Viking Raiders, um, Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. What the fuck? A throwing-together team. Yeah. Uh, Two underappreciated guys. I mean... One hundred. It's a throw. I I I don't like these thrown together teams. I hate it. I can't stand it. I hate when like one guy's music plays like a quarter of the way, and then he has to stand and wait for the other guy's music to play, which is what they did here. Um, not a fan of it. Um, not a fan of that Robert Root strut too. That little skippy skip thing he does is really fucking annoying. Annoying. Oh yeah, when he like is kind of like yeah, it's like, like a little hop. Yeah, um, super weird. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, they could be a good team, but then again, they're just losers. Yeah, we're as far as as far as I know, they're losers. Jobers. The way they've been portrayed uh, the the past couple of years, especially uh, Bobby Roode, they have Roode. not been positioned to where they can be, where they should be, as far as where their talent level is. Um, they've both been throwing together in tag in, in tag teams. Uh, Dolph with Drew, um, Robert Roode oh, yeah. with uh, Chad, Chad Gable, Chad Gable. Shorty so, G. Mm-hmm. Oh God! We'll talk about that in a bit <laughs> as well. Um, <laughs> that shit's funny though. <laughs> I, ho- hopefully, that's we'll talk about that in a bit as well. But yeah, so you have all these teams, and like Drew mentioned, um, the Street Profits—they're not in there yet. They should be in there because they are an actual tag team, and here they are narrating what's going to be coming up to later on the night. Well, maybe mad is that they hyped up this match, and I was getting excited because I'm like, okay, finally we're going to get the debut of them. And they were so excited for everybody else to get an opportunity and not them. Right. Um, that it's, it's totally backwards. I just I don't know what uh, WWE is thinking. Just That's your NXT Tag Team Champions. Like, okay, NXT is going to, going to be on Wednesday nights. Wouldn't you want to feature some people from NXT? on raw so you can get people to get excited for that um it's 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 totally backwards for me yep i agree um so 
First, uh, first tag teams out there were the B team. They got squashed by Eric and Ivar. And then the OC comes out. Um, I was hoping we're, they were going to be able to get the titles back sooner. Yeah. Um, they ended up doing a double countout, which is it's weird, but it's okay at the same time because both those teams should be strong. Right, right. Because um, I was like, dang, if Viking Raiders are going to lose this early. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was fine with that. And then you have Ziggler and Rude. Uh, Rude Dolph. Is that what they, they're going to call them probably? Sure. Rudolfo, Rudolfo uh, versus Lucha House Party. I mean, the Lucha House Party deserves so much more, dude. Yeah, they're so good. Grand Metalik put on a show in this match. Um, so, I mean, if you're going to watch one part of it, Ziggler and Rude put uh, versus Lucha House Party, and then the revival come out. Jobbers, they lose, and then Ryder Hawkins, yeah, Jobbers, they winning. They're not winning. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> so, and then Heavy Machinery comes out. I have lost track. Yeah, I don't know who, of who's who, on SmackDown and who's on Raw. Yeah, I'm confused. There's so many people. Nikki Cross was on fucking. Um, she was on both shows, right? She was on both shows. Ba- the SmackDown Women's Champion is fighting Nikki Cross. It's so fucking yeah, weird, it's dude. Fucked. Um, but anyways, um, so Rudolph is gonna be. Uh, they are gonna be the number one contenders for uh, the tag, the Raw Tag Championships. It still bothers me that they call it Night of Champions and not Night of the Champions. I'm calling them Clash of Champions. Or Cla- Clash of the Clash Champions. Clash of the Champions. That, that sounds so much cooler than just Clash of Champions. They just don't want to do that. They don't want to throw shade at WCW. Yeah, there's nothing else on Raw. There's no WCW anymore. Uh, Cedric and Alexander. Cedric Alexander and Cesaro put on a really good match. Yeah, um, this match was the only match of the whole night that actually told a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cedric was really selling that leg the whole time. Um... I thought I thought it was a great match. What do you guys think? Uh, not gonna lie, skipped that one a little bit because <laughs> I knew what was gonna happen. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's Cesaro. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Alexander. Alexander won. won, but I know none of those guys have any real chance to win the King of the Ring, in my opinion. But, but yeah, main event was stupid. Skip it. Skip it. Um, and then let's go to SmackDown. I just want to say real quick. Um, I, the highlight for me for SmackDown was uh. The uh the King of Ring qualifier match with Buddy uh, Murphy and Mustafa Ali. Oh yeah, that was oh, an yeah. NXT takeover. Red that was that was a good quality match right there between those two. They they, they put on a great show. Um, it shows what they can do if they're given uh, a, a certain if they're given time. Really showed what two hundred five live can do. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Even though Buddy uh, Murphy's like two hundred thirty five. Yeah, I know, right? The way he's two hundred five. He's he's not two hundred five. Titty McGrady. Oh yeah, great tits on that guy. Great titties. Uh, but yeah, you're right, Dick. That that was a great match. That was probably the highlight of SmackDown. Um, other than that, I mean, Lacey Evans put on a sloppy match with Bailey. That shit was trash. So trash. That, that I was, was like, what the fuck? That was not a good match at all. And since we were talking about a few minutes ago, as far as who's on whose brand, um, Lacey Evans was on Raw for a while, and now she's on SmackDown uh, wrestling Bailey. Bailey pulled double du- double duty. Bailey pulled double duty. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's, they've kind of just thrown away the wild card. Wild card. They've thrown away the brand split. They've thrown away the shakeup. They're just wasting our goddamn time is what they're doing. And and right now, um, it, it SmackDown's going to be in this lame duck position until October. Pretty much. Hold hold the position. I mean, really, right. I mean, Raw to a lesser extent, but SmackDown more so because a lot of their talent's going to be going to Raw to try to improve their ratings. And, and it's just like, well, we're just going to give up until October, and then we'll come October, it'll be the hard brand split again, and we'll see what happens. What's crazy was that SmackDown felt like the show that gave up, but it was a very much better show than Raw. I feel like they did a lot more in two hours than Raw did in three. 
Yeah. And sometimes Just, it's, you know, usually Raw has great moments that I can talk about. But Raw had literally almost nothing to talk about on this show today. That tag team turmoil killed it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, SmackDown had that stupid weird thing with Daniel Bryan, although he gave some stiff-ass shots to Rowan, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to talk about the fact that Kevin Owens beat the fuck out of Elias, hit him with a stunner, while he's wearing the 24-7 title and looked at the title and just walked out of the ring. That's pretty fucking... I don't want that shit. I don't want to fucking be concerned. I don't want want that to be with me. Um, So Drake Drake Maverick wins the... uh, 24-7 title. Um, Shorty G and Shelton Benjamin actually had a pretty good oh, match. That it was, was way too match. short. Yeah, 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 Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin was a good match. And um, it seems like they're teasing that that's going to be Chad, gimmicks, or Chad Gable's new gimmick is uh, Shorty G because uh, Shelton Benjamin just kept calling him Shorty. Not only that, fucking Corey Graves would not stop with the short jokes. I know. It's they just can't help themselves. And Chad Gable's not that small. Chad Gable's new look actually works for him, though. He looks like the boy uh, next door, right? He, well, no, he definitely looks like Dustin from Stranger Things. He does. Look at him. He does. He's got those baby blues, a little yep. bit of curly hair. Weird mouthish. <laughs> Weird mouth. <laughs> uh, definitely looks like Dustin from Stranger Things. He, he that he does. And um the match was just way too short. It was way, way too short. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, was that what you're gonna say? No, no. Um it was rumored that <laughs> um the Shorty G, we keep saying Shorty G. It's oh, been, yeah, yeah. It's been rumored for about the past couple of weeks that it's going to be the debut for a new wrestler on SmackDown. And it seems like all um, all points are... It looks like it's heading towards Chad Gable. That's going to be his new gimmick. Um, if you look at the short jokes that everyone's cracking up, G, his last name's Gable. I it mean, makes sense. It, it, it kind of makes sense. <sighs> I just hope they don't do it. I, I, I'm, I'm afraid. Like I'm picturing what a Shorty G is going to be like. I feel like it's going to be like... Like Grandmaster B from back from Married Children, like how Bud Bunny's alter ego was. <laughs> I you want to ruin this man? Give him I, that name. I hope to God that it's not the case. Give him that name, and he'll he will wait till the end of his contract, and he will go to AEW and put on five star matches. Because this night. is what you have. You have a wrestler that can put on fucking five star matches. You you guys watched him in, in American Alpha, him and uh, oh, uh, Jason, Jason Jordan. Jordan. Rest in peace. Oh my. Oh yeah. R. I. P. Never forget. Never forget. Um, he can he can go, man. And the fact that like they're Thinking of saddling him with the worst fucking name ever, um, next to like Grandmaster Sex A. Um, <laughs> come on, man. But do, y- do better. You know what though? With Grandmaster Sex A, it worked for that era. He made it work. Definitely worked for and that. And the era. crowd loved it. It was a different era. It was, yeah. It, it definitely was. Um, but we're in 2019, and Shorty G should not be. It sounds like a Spice Girl. Shorty G. It and sounds like yeah. It yeah, sounds it's like it's from good. the 90s. Uh, not a fan of it. Uh, let's get to the main event because this this was dog Awful. shit. Complete dog shit. You're going to make me wait two hours and you're going to give me this? Um, the fact that they didn't even mention what happened the week before. With the old man. With the old man that looked like Rowan. I don't get it. Didn't reference it at all the whole night. And then they give us another blurry video, which it very much could have been that guy. Yeah. Again, because it was a blurry ass fucking video. But instead... Um, Dan O'Brien comes out and he's starts slapping the fuck out of Rowan, um, like really stiff. And then after that, um, he comes down and he's trying to explain to Roman, like, "Hey, I didn't know anything about that. I hate liars. Right. Why? I had nothing to do with that." And he gets a spear and we go to and we go home. That's it. And then we get Ms. and Mrs. right after. So basically, we still don't know what happened with Roman. No, who cares at this point? I'm I'm so done with this story. They're line. they're they're just killing time up until. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm assuming up until Clash of the Champions. At least, at least 
Fuck him up another way somehow. Drop a fucking piano on his head right now. Do something because get over it. That was two weeks ago. Someone hit your car on accident. <laughs> there was an accident in the parking lot and you were near your car. You shouldn't have been standing there, bozo. Why are you parking like an, a- like an asshole? Holding grudges for no reason. Man. Get over it, Come bro. Come on, man. You change your, you, it was a hit and run. It happens every day. You change your insurance. You let them know. They get your new car. You move on. Don't park like an asshole next time. That's and then you, no one will hit your car. Park in a fucking parking spot. And not the handicapped one, because I'm sure Roman Reigns still trying to ride on that leukemia. Oh, I'm handicapped. I got to park in the front. <laughs> no. You park like a normal person. You don't just leave your car willy-nilly in the middle of a fucking driveway. What a fucktard. I blame Roman. I blame Roman for Roman's this. Roman's a dick. Anyways. Um... Should we get into predictions? Let's get into predictions. Let's get into the predictions. I think we got to go home, segue. brother. We got to go home, brother. Uh, are we going to cover Cardiff? I nah, I really don't just, know anybody on. Let's just do AE Dubs. Yeah, the the major one. Yeah, right. The Dick, major. are you on board? Um, basically, I just want to say real quick with uh with NXT Cardiff is that um Cesaro did do an interview with WWE saying that he may he's going to make an appearance in Cardiff. Um, real quickly. If if he does make an appearance, would you like to see Cesaro in NXT UK? Do you think yes. he'll? You Fuck think they'll help him out so much? Fuck yes. it. At this point, they've murdered his career so much. Send him over there. I would love to see a Cesaro versus Walter match. If the, if that's <laughs> going to be the case, I would love to see that. Yes, one thousand percent. Yes. Um, Cassius Ono is is a uh, NXT UK, right? He's pretty much NXT in general. Like wherever they send him. Fuck it. Kings of Wrestling. Put them on NXT. Why not? I mean, why not reunite those guys? I mean, that's another tag team they can use if uh, if that's the case. Especially if they're going to be going against AEW, that's just they're really going to be pushing tag teams. Fuck it, NXT, ramp up your tag team division. Get the Kings of Wrestling on there. They're not doing. Cesaro's not doing anything right now at the moment. Uh, <sighs> Cassius Ono is just he's just uh, he's just there. Why not? Why not take advantage of that situation? Put them back together and. Make them significant in the tag team division. I'm I'm 100 on board with that. As a matter of fact, bring it. Just bring it. All right, let's get into these AEW um, predictions. I really have to burp, and it's not coming out, and it's really bothering me. Uh, All Elite Wrestling is coming back to the Sears Center in Chicago, Illinois, live from my studio apartment. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Colt Cabana. We miss you, brother. Um, actually, he's still doing his show, right? He's almost done. Still getting sued. Just kidding. Still getting sued. <laughs> well, that that as well. I mean, that's not going to end for a good while or so. Um, let's start with the pre-show matches that they have announced, because I'm sure there's going to be. I feel like there's going to be more matches announced, but th- we're just going off what we have so far. So far, we have ten matches, and I think that's plenty right there. I, actually, you're, you're probably very right. I think that's more that's than plenty. A lot. That's a. It's going to be a. It's going to be a stack show. It's kind of ambitious. Uh, this Saturday, this weekend, like I said, it's going to be a stack show. I mean, we have NXT Cardiff, and then we have eight, and then we have um, All Out, and then um, New Japan's. Um, um, Royal Show in London as well, all 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 appearing on Saturday. So this is going to be a very busy uh, Saturday for many wrestling fans. Let me ask you this: With AW launching in October, this is probably going to be their last pay per view before that happens. Correct. Does this need to be a Grand Slam, out of the ballpark style pay per view? It's got to be at least four. And a half this stars. has to be the whole, top to bottom. This has to be perfect. Yeah, and I don't see. Looking at that card, it looks cool, but is that gonna do it? Apparently, there's only 40% of the roster. So, we'll see. We'll um, see. Darby Allen, I mean, 
That's cool and all, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it gonna put butts in seats? Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's start with a twenty woman, twenty one woman casino battle royale. I don't know who's in this match. Yeah. Let me see what. What's that big league Kong? Uh, fuck. They don't have any of the names on here. Oh uh, well. Um, I don't know who's gonna be in this match. I guess we can skip that one. Um, who do you guys? What? Who's a woman that you think could win? Is it this? Awesome Brandy Britt Baker. Britt Baker could be. A, I don't even. Know I, I think I, they have her. Um, they have her as one of the top women in the division. Whenever they have their press conferences, she's usually there. See, but I think that that could be a problem that would make people not like her. Yeah, is when like because oh, whenever we say who do you think is going to win this match, our answer is always oh Britt Baker. They're positioning her as a top woman in their division. Right. Um, I feel like they got to go a different direction than Britt Baker. Um, I. Looking at their women's roster, let me see. I feel like a heel has got to win this, just to spice up the division. Just, yeah, just to give it a little something. Let's I see mean, if we can pull out the the um those who have been confirmed to uh yeah, take a look in the um, Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> well, so far they've announced Awesome Kong, Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, Allie, Brandy Rhodes, Teal Piper, Evilise, and Jazz. Well, Awesome Kong. Those it's, are just the ones that they've announced. That's not even right. All the there's going to be a have. lot of surprises. Um, also, uh, Shaza McKenzie. I don't, I'm not really sure who she is. Um, oh, Big Spole and Sadie Gibbs. Don't know who those people are either. Um, I mean, Ivelisse would be dope. Ivelisse would be dope, but I just don't see that happening. What if Brandy Rhodes goes full heel? I think they should just this. for, just to build the thing, you know, like who knows? Um, I'm going to go Brandy Rhodes on this one. You going to go it. Brandy? Okay. Yeah. I'll go Awesome Kong. Because she's a heel, 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 heel. And you're going... Uh, I'm still going with Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Okay. So, whew, got that one out of the way. Good. That was a tough one. Uh, all right. After that, Private Party versus Angelico and Jack Evans in a tag match. On the pre-show, I feel like this That's could be... Pre-show? This, sh- this oh. should be like a main main card show match. Um, I feel like this is going to be super high-flying, super high-octane, super high-offense. Um but I'm not going to give my prediction. Well, I'll start it. I'll start go, it. Go for it. Because the last one was fucking whatever. Um, I'm going to go private party. I think they're going to be building up these guys to be the future of the tag division. And Helico and Jack Evans, we all know that what they can do. But I feel like this is going to be a private party coming out party. And private party seems like they're, yeah, you're like you said, they're poised to make a run. And I think, what does that win? Is there any is there any stipulations? No. Mm. There's, there's no stipulation for them. It's just a regular tag match. Let's go with P-squared private party. Um, the street private party, street <laughs> profits party, basically the same thing. Yeah. I, I could, s- I, I would, I'd like to see the matchup between those two right there. I mean, that, that those would be two sick. teams. That would be, a, that would be an amazing uh, match right there. Um, like I'm gonna go private party with you guys as well, especially if they're gonna be um, positioning yourselves against the, the Bucks coming up on um, that'll be the, the TV match. listings that's gonna happen in October. Um, there's no point in them losing and then facing the Bucks later on. So I'm gonna go with private party. All right, up next, let's go. Bottom to top now. So Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt versus SCU in a six-man tag That's team match. That's a tough one. This one is good. This one's hard. This one's hard. Um, I feel like SCU lost at the at Fight for the Fallen. Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy. Luch- this is actually Lu- next week at Bar Wrestling in Baldwin Park. It's going to be Luchasaurus's last bar wrestling. He's done with the indies. This is his farewell. This is his um, major. God, I feel like, I feel like you gotta you gotta put this this Luchasaurus Jungle Boy Marco Stunt team over. 
I'm going SoCal just to get that win back. I love SoCal Uncensored, um, but you got to go with the new guys. Uh, the new talent's got to go over, especially since Marco Stunt was recently signed to AEW. He's so little. I saw him at he's Bar a, Wrestling. He's a small dude. He like, is. what, 4'10"? Yeah, he's like uh, probably Mysterio status. He's around like five, five one, five oh two, my God. maybe around there. He's, he's, a, he's a small dude. He looks like a little kid out there. So censored. And and Jungle Boy is uh, he's getting better and better by the day. I mean, he could he could become a big star. Absolutely. And not just because of the fact that he's uh, Luke Perry's son. I he the guy has a That's lot of talent. The gimmick, they really don't mention that at they all. They don't, and they and shouldn't they should. either. And uh, and I'm glad that they don't. Um, People be, can figure that out for themselves. They they figured it out already. Um, and I Luchas- hate when I do this on the on the camera. <laughs> my arm looks so stupid. And uh, Luchasaurus, you know, he he's a big dude. Uh, he's got a cool ass gimmick, and it works well with with these two guys with them as well. So, um, I, I like I said, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, those three guys uh, for the win. I uh, I seen Luchasaurus after the after the last bar wrestling uh, without his mask on. Is he ugly? No, he's he's fine. Uh, but he was wearing like glasses, and I hate seeing wrestlers when they're wearing like eye eyeglasses. I don't know. It's just a thing I have. All right, let's go next. Riho versus Hakira. Haku. Haku. <laughs> Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida. I don't know uh, how to say names. Um, That's okay. I, f- I remember he- Riho. Riho had a really good match at, at Double or Nothing. Yes. And she had another good match at Five for the Fallen. Um, I'm just going to go Riho. Uh, this one's also a stipulation as well, is that whoever wins this match is going to face the winner of the Women's Battle Royal, and they're going to oh, become shit. the first uh, AEW Women's Champion. So there is something on the line when it comes when it comes to this match. Okay, that's, oh, that fuck. That, that was one thing for the Casino Battle Royal, too, that they win um, a match for the... They, they get a shot I think for the I, title. I, yeah, I think I did mention that one earlier. Um, this match does not have that stipulation. But, it, but whoever wins this match, they're going to get the other title shot as well. Okay. So... Um, I'm gonna go with Riho on this one as uh, as well. I think I think they're gonna set up Riho versus Britt Baker um, for the inaugural AEW show um, on October second. I'll go Riho. Fuck it. Fuck it. All right. Uh, after that, we have the Cracker Barrel Clash: Darby Allen versus Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc. This match is gonna be insane. Dicky boy, why don't you leave lead us off and let me know who you're picking in this match? <laughs> Who's gonna be? Ooh. This is gonna be this match. This is gonna be a wild match. Um, All the gimmicks. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna go balls out, um, barrel out, you name it. It's gonna go. (laughs) It's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Joey Janelle in this one. Yeah, yeah. Byron, (laughs) I'm gonna go double J. Yeah, I'm (laughs) double J. Uh oh. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with the White Claw, Joey Janelle as well. Darby Allen, like 17 or some shit ridiculous like that. He's a young dude. Um, I think, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's too young. Is he gonna bring the skateboard out? I don't know. I hope um, so. Joey Janela, he got a lot of publicity for yeah. trying to fight Enzo at that Blink concert. Fuck it, let he's him win this match. Um, all right, after that we have Cody versus Sean Spears with Tully Blanchard. Cody is actually gonna be able to have someone in his corner as well, but only one person. It's not. It's not. No steps, right? No step. Just a regular singles match. Um, but you know, there's going to be shenanigans if they both have managers on the outside. Um, Byron, who do you got in this match? I honestly think Sean Spears goes over here. Totally, maybe the difference. Um, but I think Cody's already over. You know, he's one of the faces of AEW. This could only help Sean Spears, and they could build another star with this match. So I'm going to go. 
the, with the perfect 10. Okay, okay. Actually, just married Peyton Royce. Congratulations. Motherfucker. But yeah. Uh, who do you got, Tiki Boy? Uh, likewise, I'm going to go with Sean Spears as well. I don't. I see this not being the blow-off match. I think this is this this is still going to be um, the beginning of, of, of a rivalry that may uh, last for a while. Um, it may I, I, Cody, whoever is going to be in Cody's corner. I mean, it could be possible that he may turn on him and, and may could be Pharaoh. Fact, it could be. You never yeah. know. It, it could, could be, be the dog. dog. It could be his dog. <laughs> the <laughs> dog <laughs> turns on him. That would be awesome. That'd be a hell like, of a dog. Bites him in the arm. You don't feed me like, enough. <laughs> that'd be a hell of a dog, dude. What oh, a beast! Man. Imagine that trio: Cody, I mean, um, Tolly Bradford, <laughs> Sean Spears, and Cody's dog, Pharaoh. The new faction. Dude. The new faction. <laughs> The three horsemen. Three horsemen. I would love for that dog to go heal. If that shit does happen, that's going right, to be the greatest game. Cody, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, you need to make <laughs> Pharaoh go heal because that'd be the greatest thing ever. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you guys too. I'm going with the chairman on this one. Ooh, um, I thought you guys were gonna be Cody for sure. No, because Cody doesn't need it. He don't at all. And I feel like he's the EVP. He can't be booking himself to win every match. Right. Um. So especially what happened at uh. Double or nothing? When he broke the the, the throne or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's he got to come down a little step. Yeah. Uh, up next, we're gonna go in this. We're gonna go to this one. Uh, the best friends, Chucky e. T and Trent Beretta versus the Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Winner of this match gets a first round buy in the AEW Ooh. Tag Team Championship Tournament. Huge implications for this one. Ah, uh, is that Dicky or you? Um, I I gave my picks. First for a couple times, so I'm gonna throw it to you, Dickie. Okay. Or I'm gonna give it to you, Byron. Give it to Byron. Give yeah, me the best right. friends. You going with the best friends? Yes. You going best friends? Okay. They ain't gonna win the tournament either, but I think this will help. All right. Um, I'm actually gonna go with the Dark Order on this one. Ooh. Um, I think the Dark Order um can get over be- being like a dark faction. There's you know they have all their little sex um. Uh, slaves on the on the outside, they can pull a thing, and I think a first round buy is a very heel thing to get. So, oh, that's a good fucking point. That's true. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Dark Order on that one. And uh, I was about ready to say that right now. Um, you rarely see a, f- a babyface team win a buy into a tournament. It's it's usually set up for a heel to to get past the tournament and to go on to the next round. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the Dark Order on that one as well. The next match is wild, though. Um, okay, yeah, let's go. Well, let's go there. Yeah, uh, Pac versus Kenny Omega. Moxley's all out. We got Pac in there now. Dicky boy, who do you got and why? Ooh, even be, even before the change, I I'm still gonna go with Kenny Omega on this one. I still think Kenny's gonna win this match. This is gonna be a hell of a match. I think this might be the match of the night. I completely agree with you. Now that the, now that uh, Pack is uh, is in the match, I think it's gonna be the match of the night. I think they're both gonna ha- put on performance. Um, okay, but yeah, Kenny's gonna win. I, I see Kenny winning this match. Pac no longer is the Dragon Gate champion. Nope. Is he all elite or is he still in Dragon Gate? That's the question that I need to be answered eventually. Um, with this with this match, it's it's really hard to tell too because um, I I think both guys are awesome. Um, Kenny Omega can take a loss in this one. God, but Pac, Pac can can lose too because he, he doesn't have that title anymore. Especially if he's one and done. Like if if if, if he's if he's only gonna wrestle this match and that's it, then there's no point in him winning. 
I got to be contrarian because I feel like we all have the same matches. So I'm going to go with Pac on this one. Fuck it. Damn, that's a tough one because it is a curveball, too. They could be an asshole because all of us thought that I thought Kenny Omega was going to beat John Mox. But Kenny Omega is one of the best in the world. Absolutely. So but you knowing that, does he need that I win? Know, does that's what that's that's my dilemma as well. Because you're right, the the whole part time thing is a thing, or like what is Pox plans? Fuck it, I'm gonna go Kenny O. But at the same time, they shouldn't be losing just to say, "Well, we're fair to everyone." You know, we don't need to lose. No, no, no most definitely, Kenny I, Omega should be the face of this he, damn company. He I, he will be a, he will be. Uh, it, it's not if, but when. Um, that's and one you want to build him, in the world. Yeah, yeah. and you want to build him up to be at that top level. You don't want to see him lose and then him going Good after point. the AW champion yeah. after that. Um, I mean, because in in a way, like to I mean to a, a casual fan who doesn't watch much Kenny Omega matches, they're gonna be like, "Well, this I can't take this guy serious. This guy lost. This guy lost to Adrian Neville. I can't take this guy serious. I'm <laughs> expecting him world champion. You know." See, but Pac is do- he's not Adrian, Neville and he's no not more. Neville, and it's no knock on him. It's just like. You, you got to think of it from 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 an average uh, WWE fan who is going to watch the show, or not knowing who a lot of these people are, a, or a non wrestling fan for that matter. Yeah. Um. So you got to think about it from their perspective. Okay. Um. Let's see. So you went with Kenny O. Kenny O. Okay. I went with Pac. I'm the only idiot because I completely forgot how I booked everything. Um. I should have went with Kenny O on this one. Um, but let's go to this match. The Lucha Brothers. I can't tell this one, dude. This Pentagon and Ray Phoenix, who was injured last week. He's going to be fine for the match, apparently. Versus the Young Bucks in the El Escalada de Muerte. Oh, he's really injured, huh? A ladder match. Uh, he, he was, but I guess he's going to be good to go. But I, I feel like this is going to it's gonna fuck up the match that they probably had planned. They probably want to go crazy. It's probably not going to be as crazy hmm. as it might have been. But this is for the AAA World Tag Team Championship. Not the AEW Tag Team Championship. Oh, okay. um, it's a ladder match. And we know the Young Bucks can do ladder matches. Damn, I can't call this one. This, this one's one. hard. This one's hard. And and so can and so can uh, uh, Phoenix and uh, Pentagon as well. Pentagon, eh? This is going to be an amazing match. Um, you know, I before before the the change with uh, with Neville, this is going to be the match of the night for me. But um, this could this you could pick either one. It doesn't really matter at this point. They're both going to be amazing. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go with um, the Lucha Bros retaining, and uh, that's how they're going to end this rivalry. Yeah. Um, I, I think so too, especially f- because it's for the AAA titles. Um, Young Bucks had them um, at double or nothing, correct? Yes. Yes. Um, they lost them in Mexico, and I feel like this is the blow off, and those AAA titles aren't going to stay in AEW, so I'm going to go with the Lucha Bros. Right. Yeah. You know what? Let's make. There's no plans for the AEW Tag Team Championship. It's going to be later, right? Gonna be it's going to be... They're, they're doing a tournament. Um, I, I think the t- it's going to be crowned toward the end of October, yeah, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's going to be the Lucha Bros. You're right. It's a blow-off. It's over. Good night. Lucha Bros. And good. Bye. Bang. Um, okay. Main event time. The, oh, Let's this one's go. easy for me. I'll go first. Adam Page versus Chris Jericho for the inaugural... AEW World Championship, Byron. You ask yourself, do you go for the new blood, that, or do you go that's, for that's the for the guy who puts asses in seats? That is the question. That is I'm the going question. for the asses in seats because they need the star power to to kick off the H- new. So era. you're going with Hangman. 
they need a star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Jerry Hoko. Jericho. Easy. They need that star powered, the fa- a familiar face for WWE fans or a casual fan to lead them into the, you know, the beginning era of it'd be a mistake to let Adam Page win this, I think. Um I I I really agree with you on this. But oh I mean, I'm still gonna go. I'm still going with my boy, Chris Jericho. Break down the walls. Uh break down, gotta, my, down, down the ring. ring. Break down my ring. Um I think Adam Page is going to be a big star for this, but like you said, they need a big name. And Chris Jericho's been on this heel run. He's been talking a lot of shit. Um, and Adam Page is such a good baby face. That chase for that title to go after Jericho um, would be great. So I'm going to go Jericho on this one. Yeah, and his time isn't his time isn't now yet. You want to build him <laughs> up. He's a young dude. He's still got a lot of time left. This is going to be your future star. Why rush it right now? Um, now, there's a saying that you can make a, you can make a superstar in, 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 in overnight um, in one match. I don't think not, now's the time. You go with the established star. You go with Chris Jericho. You go with someone who, who can legitimize the world title. Um, not that I'm saying that Adam Page can't y- yet, but his time isn't now. It's down the road. Imagine the promos that Chris Jericho can, can cut. Saying that you know he beat The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night. He's won titles in every company he's ever gone to, right. and now yep. he's the first ever AEW champion. Like that's another feather in his cap, and a lot more ammo for Go. his promos than Adam Page. Right. Adam Page winning is probably a fun moment for the moment, but then what? You got to go with someone that's going to have be able to branch off and do feuds. AW, I mean, Adam Page could go off and do. You know, a baby face Kofi Kingston style where he's a fighting champion and he can defend it against anybody. But Chris Jericho is already has enemies with pretty much everybody. Um, Chris Jericho, you're new. You're first AEW world champion. And another, you know, argument for the greatest wrestler of all time. Exactly. Exactly. Um, he cut a really and good promo on the, uh, what was it? The uh, Road to All Out, uh, where he basically said, you're Adam Page. You're gonna have your family and your wife are are gonna be at this match. But me, I don't want anyone at this match because this is either gonna be the greatest night of my life or the end of Chris Jericho, the legend, the legend of Chris Jericho, or something like that. Game, um, and that says so much. That's so true. There you go. Any other thoughts? This uh, this AEW show is gonna be a, a long show, guys. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Strap in, strap on, whatever you got to do. Hey-o. Uh, but make sure you guys tune in for this. Don't stream it. Be Get some friends together. Uh, we can probably do something here if you guys are down. Um, but, yeah, definitely check this out. going to wake up early to watch NXT Cardiff. Um, try to find time to watch uh, the Dream. What is it? The, the, the New Japan show. The, the um, New Japan show, yeah. I, I had the name of it. Super uh, J. Kirby's Dreamland. Uh, <laughs> you can make those jokes. I can't. I can't make those jokes. Uh, Royal Quest. It's gonna be Royal Quest. Yeah, I always keep exactly forgetting. What I, said. I keep forgetting the name of it. Yeah. You, actually, that was a really good translation, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's what I got. It. It's down there, right here somewhere. Uh, that's gonna do it for us, guys. Thank you so much for downloading. Telling your friends. Telling your neighbors. Telling your friends' neighbors. We're available on all platforms. Google Play. iTunes. Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you can find a podcast, you can find us. Uh, thank you so much for listening, downloading, subscribing. We are the new, 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 new 
world order of professional podcasting. And we will see you next time.